Welcome to the original and the best Power Hour with Alex Burr and Dylan Hughes, members and podcast of the Running Hook Podcast Now. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Running Hooks Basketball Power Hour. I'm Alex Burr, joined once again by my great friend and co-host, J.D. Hall. J.D., in the tradition of throwing a curveball, when you expect a fastball, do you have any thoughts on the St. Louis Cardinals losing? This is this happened earlier in this week, and this will be coming out on Monday the 17th. So it'll be, this will have happened a week before, but still. I know you won't waste any opportunities to dance on the Cardinals' grave. Would you like to say anything to our friend Caleb Lynn <laughs> about his St. Louis Cardinal? Look, love you, hate them. So, stop making jokes about who made the playoffs. Y'all didn't get past the wild card. Y'all barely. So, y'all didn't make the playoffs either. I'm not taking the wild card. That's the playoffs. Y'all suck. We suck. Stop talking about it. Y'all trash. Pujols, hang them up. Tie you. Yada, yada, you go the same way. Um, and it's uh, Wainwright. Oh, I hate Wainwright. I hate his name. I feel like it's such a bad name for him because I hate him so much. You feel like uh, he's Wayne wrong? I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> I feel like it should have been like Adam retire. And as far as for anybody else that likes St. Louis, suck a butt. <laughs> there we go. Oh, okay. This That was perfect. Um, shout out Caleb Blinn. I also hate the Cardinals. <laughs> But I love, you know, you're one of my best friends on earth. I just, I can't stand your team. No offense. And then he don't choose teams and the team he chooses, I hate him. Well, apparently he has NFL and NBA team, but he won't disclose them. So I told you, Denver is the NBA team. It's it's definitely not Denver, but we're, we're, it's, we're it's not- Denver. It's Denver. Listen, he chooses them on 2K secretly and nobody knows, but I know. We're not going to debate this. We don't. We don't have time. But nobody plays. Nobody plays a season with a team they don't secretly love. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, we got to get into our season preview. We haven't really done a full season preview, and this is this is going to be what we do. Dylan and I were doing ceilings and floors. I wanted to change it up. I like the ceilings and the floors, but I also have just wanted to do over unders and. I know JD is completely down for that. I know JD's down for whatever. That's what I love doing about doing podcasts with him. But over unders, it's just a fun way to gauge how you're feeling about a team going into a season and just like real like look at it. It's a nice change of pace for me. And you know, this is JD's first season preview. Um, just real quick, JD, how are we feeling about the league? Like I know we did top 100 the last few weeks, but how are we just feeling about the league? You know, seasons like like I said, this is coming out on the seventeenth. Season is tipping off like the day after this comes out. How are you feeling about the league going into this season? Um, if most of the guys be healthy for once, going into the playoffs, I'm I'm super excited. This might be one of the most exciting years for me since maybe twenty twenty. 2019-2020 season when all the moves was made and we got to see everybody come together, even though COVID took that excitement away. I think 
not dealing with that, it's very intriguing to see what so many of these teams can come out and do. Even the teams that's going to suck. I just want to see that young guys. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like there's like one team that I'm not excited to watch. And that is like this. And even they have guys that I'm like, okay, I want to see what you're going to do. Like, you know, like Josh Primo and yeah, the Spurs. I do not <laughs> want to watch my team this year. They're they're not going to be good, but you know they have. You know, I want to see what Kelvin Johnson does with more touches. I, I want to see Kelton him Johnson, and um, Devin Vassell. Yes, those two can they get to fifty points a game combined? We will see. But um, the, I'm going to be looking at FanDuel Sportsbook for these lines. They do not sponsor us, but if you would like to FanDuel, please give us your dollars for sponsorship money. Exactly, because y'all get enough from me. <laughs> You get enough from JD. You get, I believe Caleb also might go with FanDuel. Um, so please give us sponsorship money, FanDuel. But first team, we're, we're going to go in alphabetical order through the whole league. The Atlanta Hawks, JD, their over under is 45.5. Will they be going over 45.5 or under 45.5? Over. I agree. I think I think they close to 50 wins this year because they might be one of the youngest teams that actually don't have health problems. DeAndre Hanna, DeAndre Hanna and John Collins get injured a decent amount. But I think this might be one of the few times they both was healthy through the offseason. And I think their bodies will be fresh enough to get through this year. (laughs) I think that's fair. I hope it is. But I mean, Apparently, Jalen Johnson looks great. Nate McMillan said he's going to be a, play, a regular rotation player. I'm going to be honest, Shady. If they go under, I think Nate McMillan has done it as an NBA coach. He's really had enough tries. I mean, he's been what a coach for almost 20 years now. Yeah, I mean, we've had a pretty good sample size of what you get with a Nate McMillan team. Now, I will say Trey Young is probably is the second best player he's probably had. You could debate if he's the first. I th- I think Ray Allen was better, but you know, you could Ray Allen. Okay, third third best player. I forgot about Paul George. Third best player yeah. that Nate McMillan's had. So. I think that DeJounte is going to make a huge impact, though. Oh, definitely. And I want to see how much Trey moves off the ball. I think a guy that's going to make a huge sneaky impact is going to be Justin Holiday. Yeah. Um, I think Justin Holiday, like nobody talked about him because he was in Indiana. He was probably one of the best wing defenders in the league the last couple of years. And like people, I don't think know what they're <laughs> watching when they're watching wing defense. But I think that was a Nate McMillan move. Like, I want that guy. Get him on my team. And he's going to help. Like, even if he's coming off the bench, he's going to help shore up the defense. He's going to be an impact defender coming off their bench. Could you imagine, J.D., a Justin Holiday, DeJounte Murray backcourt at times? Mm. Yeah, that'll be tough to score against. And one thing I noticed about them in the preseason, I love the way they use in the pick and roll. And I said this on one of our previous pods, but it was more of a I think. But then 
I watched them do it. The John Tan John Collins pick and roll, and it's Trey Young, Clint Capella, and it looks amazing. And then Trey Young actually playing off the ball, and the John Tan creating and Trey getting easy looks and open looks, and he's actually moving around. It's not a five on four anymore. I love it, and I think. I think with their youth, their explosiveness, and just their grittiness, because they have a lot of gritty players, Atlanta's going to win a lot of games that they shoot bad on, um, and it's just going to be pure hustle. And so I'm I'm excited for them. And has there been a player the last couple of years who's had less of a margin for error than Trey Young? Man. I don't I don't think there has been. Like if he's had a bad game, they've lost. Only, and, only, only person I could think of is Luca. Yeah, which funny that they were like they're always the ones that are getting traded, like compared to each Mitch, other. Yeah, like those two guys carry so much of a burden on their back, and a lot of it is self-inflicted. But I want to see like the off-ball thing with Trey, and I think this, is, this will be our last thing before we move on to the Celtics. The off-ball thing with Trey is going to be so huge. He needs to adjust to that. He needs to take less of a role. Otherwise, I don't think this experiment's going to work this year. I I just don't think like they have a lot of pieces, right? Mm-hmm. This I'm not saying this is the year it needs to come together. I think this is the weakest the Eastern Conference is going to be. Like I think this is the this is their time to strike before the top of the East solidifies because Cleveland is in a state of flux before their core solidifies. Boston is kind of like, <laughs> we haven't talked about the Boston drama. I don't think at all. I'll be um, getting into that on the uh, Fats and Stats podcast, actually. Okay, so that, well, I'll, I'll let you talk about that there because this isn't really the place for that. But um, yeah, Boston... This year, they might be a little weaker than past years. Milwaukee has coaching issues all forever and always. So, <laughs> well, this might be Atlanta's time to strike. But, JD, the Boston Celtics, their over-under is 53.5. Are they going to be going over or under that total? Um, I got them in that range. I don't know if I want to say over or under. I think 52 to 54 was where I was already thinking. So why don't we just call that a push? Just like you have them right at 53. Yeah, like it's in between that range. So uh, um, I, I, I go. Slight under? I'll just go 53 so under. So I had them under too. I know I'm not going to talk about like the details of the email thing. The email Udoka situation. Um because there's still a lot we don't know about that. But JD wants to talk about that. On um, Make sure you check out the facts and stats on that. I can't wait to listen to that personally. Um, I will say this, though. Ime Udoka was a great, great coach. I don't know who this knucklehead is they have in there now. Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> That's in the, my best Drewski impression. That's got to be racist. There's... there's <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, um, whatever. I think it's Missoulo. I think it's Missoulo. Robert Williams is going to miss a lot of time. And I mean, Al Horford, he took a, basically a whole year off in Oklahoma City. He's not going to have that now, right? You have Blake Griffin, who's probably presumably going to be playing a role, right? 
your guard depth is fantastic. You bring in Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, Marcus Smart is the best three guard trio in the league. I don't see how Derek White starting over Brogdon. I don't either. But I, I don't. I don't get it. Honestly, I, Derek White's not a better player than Malcolm Brogdon. But I'm not gonna quibble with that. I just think Brogdon, you know, might give them a change of pace off the bench. Whatever. Um. I just JD. I'm just concerned about the front court depth for the Celtics. And yeah, Williams will probably get healthy and recover again. But we saw last year. In the playoffs, he wasn't 100% through the whole thing. I think if he was 100%, I like them through the whole, like, like them through all of last year's playoffs. But we saw in the finals, by the time they got to the, like, by the time they got to the finals, the only time they looked right was when he was, like, when he looked healthy. Yeah, I think whatever going on with his uh, knee injuries, I think this might be something. He might need to actually take months off versus, um, these quick procedures because I don't think with the the way he plays is purely athletic. We got to figure out what's the right way to go about that for him. Like he's, he don't look out of shape, but maybe that might be something that's coming here. Maybe a better diet or changing up his diet. So the way he works out, it could be a number of factors. I think they keep, he's rushing back. I don't think you're wrong there. Um, question, JD. Is this the year where Jason Tatum cracks the top five of the MVP voting? No. No? No, I think... Um, okay, so... The three from last year still going to be in there, right? Okay. Luca, for some reason, his name is going to be tossed in regardless of how Dallas do. <laughs> Then you have teams that may end up just better than Boston, Golden State. We can pretty much guarantee Stephanie would be in there. Uh, depending on the Lakers, you know they love to bring up LeBron name. Um, depending on how the Clippers deal, if the if Kawhi play, which I doubt, if Kawhi plays sixty games, his name would be in there. If um. Like it's it's a it's a multitude of factors. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and I personally, I think if those guys just have a year where they hardly hurt and they play sixty to sixty five games, all of their names would be above Jason Tatum's. It's it's what we talked about on the South One Hundred Pod, right? Like he's really good. You didn't call me crazy when I had him in the top ten, but. It was, you know, <laughs> he's not great. Like, or he's he's not a super duper star yet. He's not, you know, on the young. Tatum limit himself. Yes. Like, like I used to say about Paul George, I think Jason Tatum does that. <laughs> I mean, Tatum and Paul George are the guys I've always thought were the most similar. So it's I I hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> Any last Celtics thoughts, JD? Before we move on to the. I don't, I don't think I ever said I have them under as well. I think the East yeah, is going to be too We both tough. said that. We both said that. I didn't remember if I did. I have the Celtics at under. I think the East is going to be way too hard. But um, are you ready to move on to the Nets, JD? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, okay, before we do this, what do you think the Nets over under is? 
Uh, probably underneath Boston's. That is correct. So what do they got them at? 50? 51.5. A lot higher than I thought it was going to be. JD, are the Nets going to be over or under 51.5? Over. I don't know. I, I This is going to be our first disagreement. I got under. Like, you go you go first. Why why are you optimistic on the Nets? I give them 52 games. <laughs> and, and surely just off the fact that they finally got defense to go with that scoring punch. I think with the way Ben Simmons, Royce O'Neal can impact the game for them defensively, Kyrie, KD get to do what they do best and just ball Patty Mills open threes um Joe Harris if he somehow found the jump shot that he had prior to 2021 um it's just a talent we don't know what TJ Warren might come out as if TJ Warren comes back at 70% of what he was for the Pacers when he averaged 20 plus, that's a great help. So I, I'm I'm very high on their possibility. And all it would take is literally for them to just gain a little keep gaining chemistry. Cause they look very good in a, a preseason together. <laughs> I have to give the Nets credit for this. They built their team like they were still contending even after Katie demanded the trade. Um but I, I feel like this team, because, you know, regular season basketball, you know this, J.D., regular season basketball and postseason basketball are two different sports. This team in the postseason is going to be very hard to stop because oh, yeah. they have the best, like, they have the best small ball option in the Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah. Now, is this the, now, would that have worked better in the West? Yes. <laughs> I think... In the regular season, though, so like let's look at the Jazz, right? The last few years, Rudy Gobert lifted their ceiling in the regular season because he protected the rim. You could just play drop all the time, and it was just that's a default way you could play and get two fifty wins, right? You mm-hmm. can't do that all the time in the playoffs. But in the regular season, there's like there's a reason Zubach isn't as necessary in the postseason as he is in the regular season. To use another team. The Nets don't have a Zubac. I don't think. That's my only concern. So I think they'll win like 48 games, like 46 to 48, which is still really good. Because if you have a team with KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, you're bound to win, you know, more than half your games. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an insult to say that you're going to, you know, not win 50. But that that's... Am I? Do you feel like I'm off base there? No, I think they can walk to 48 wins. Personally, I think that's, they can too. That's why I gave them the over. I your defense point is, I feel like in the playoffs, right? In the right, like with, if they play the Celtics again, they're smoking the Celtics <laughs> because this team is a lot better equipped to handle the Celtics than they were last time. Them, the the. The bullying that they was able to do, I think Ben Simmons alone negates all of that. Right. But I think 
you put them against like Milwaukee, right? You thought it was bad in 21 what Giannis did to them. But see, they Who's, they got a they got they got Ben Simmons, man. But Giannis has dominated Ben Simmons though. No. We we used the numbers before, AB. I I'll go back and fathom. Okay, we're not we don't have time to debate this. Ben my Simmons old- and Kawhi are the only people equipped to make Giannis not only shoot bad, but turn the ball over enough to, to win games against him as his primary defenders. There's nobody else in the league strong enough who move as quick with the length to frustrate him. Okay, you're not wrong. What happens if Ben gets three? What then? I then they cook, but that's the thing. Ben Simmons not somebody that fouls a lot either. He's a smart defender. You, we just got we just got to see how the how the game being called in those games. I think this is an interesting debate we could have come playoff time. It's in the interest of time. Let's not have it now. Any last like I I want to see what Seth Curry does. Oh man, I, I couldn't see- even get to talk about Seth. But see, that's another him, Patty, Joe Harris, Royce O'Neal are in heaven mm-hmm. playing with Ben Simmons. Yeah, you could just put those four around Ben and have like a awesome group and then play, you know, like Nick Claxton or whoever with Katie and Kyrie. You could play like a whole different you could do like hockey substitutions with this team and not have it be like you could do like TJ Warren and Nick Claxton and whoever else with um with Katie and Kyrie. I, I would love to personally, personally see the lineup of Ben, uh, Katie, Royce, Warren, and um, Kyrie. Just That'd because be every everybody outside of Kyrie is sit, sitting up. You able to have actual versatile defenders and on the offensive end, Ben get the paint. <laughs> This is probably going to be the nerdiest thing I've ever said. I'm excited to see Royce O'Neal on a team where he isn't asked to guard the best player. Like, where he's, like, actually capable, like doing what he's he capable actually, of. He can actually look like a better defender than what he was being used to be. Because he wasn't clapping nothing. Right, but that's because he was being overextended. Yeah. If he's guarding your second best player, I think he's going to look a lot better. Absolutely. And I th- I'm really excited. So, okay. What's the okay opening night? What's your starting five if you're Steve Nash? This is my last question. I'm not. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the Hornets. I'm not really interested in talking about them. Me either. Um, if I'm Steve Nash, obviously the three stars. Mm-hmm. Royce O'Neal. Are we penciling him in? I'm a pencil in Royce just because I would hate to have Joe Harris. Ask him to defend anybody, right? In that lineup, so Royce and they, they, they so huge on Claxton. So that's who I believe they're going to go with. I, you know, what, but I would, I would personally love to see Warren instead of Claxton if Warren's healthy. That way, you don't, you don't want to have them in a half court set. 
And you can assume Claston and Ben need to be in the paint. So I I would want to stagger how often they play together. But if we go on based off the preseason, they play so fast. And I think that's what they're going to try to do because Claston can't run the floor. So I don't see it uh, being bad either way. But it's more about who they finish with than start with. So I think 48 is a fair number. I don't think they're going to win 50 games, but I think they're going to they're going to be a lot better than they were last year, just simply based off of Ben Simmons. You know, hopefully I think last year I'm putting I'm putting Kyrie behind last year, but I still think I still think he's going to miss a few games. I still think Katie's probably going to miss like 20 games, but I think Ben should play most of the games. But um, Charlotte Hornets shady. This one, they um, Lamella's already injured. I think they're in the tank for Wimbenyama race. Um, they're over under is 34.5. This, this has to be under, right? Yeah. And in saying that, free LaMelo, free Rosier, free Gordon Hayward. Now get Wimbenyama with LaMelo, but free nope, Rosier. Nope, nope, nope. Wimbenyama won't get that regardless. You don't want the GOAT to have Wimbenyama? Ooh. Michael Jordan. Oh no, I don't, I don't want that. No, get Wimbyana over there to Utah with uh, Colin Sexton? Sexton. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind that. My Sexton agenda would go up. Get a but get a real seven footer over there because the last one they had was Jack Trash. <laughs> okay, let's go to your team, the Chicago Bulls. Their over-under is 41.5. It's a little low. I think we're both... Let's just both... I'm just going to say it. We're both going over. Yeah, or, yeah. I give us 43-44. I think it sucks. If Lonzo was healthy, I think their over-under is a lot higher. Yeah. If Lonzo there, I, I'm going to 50 easily. I don't know about 50 because, again, the East is tough. But I think 48 is going to be where a lot of these East teams settle. I say 50 just because last season we did all of that without Patrick Williams being healthy. I mean, like the pace was 56 wins. We we were number one until after All-Star break. And you got to think that's when we lost Zoe. We lost Zoe right before All-Star break. So healthy, I got to go at least 50. But since we without Zoe, I, I'll cap it at 43-44. I mean, I, I think 46 could be in play again. I think – I don't think they're the worst playing team in the East. I think there's a class like, you know, with the Knicks, Wizards, you know, whoever, mm-hmm. like of Orlando and Detroit. Um, we make I don't the, think the playoffs. Play. Right. So it's going to be a tough – I think they'll be successful. This, this won't be an unsuccessful year for Billy Donovan and the boys, but I think – Zach Levine is going to get back on track this year, I feel. That's my big prediction. I think he's going to average like 28 points. I think Zach and DeMar are going to average both over 25 a game, which I think they both technically did last year. They did last year. I think they're going to average like over 27 a game, both. (laughs) I think they can both do that. I don't think that's crazy. And so I want to see them go crazy. I want to see Vooch. Maybe take a step back to normalcy. Yeah. And I want to I see, need boost back to 20 and 10 nightly. I want to see what Io does with the starting role. 
Yeah, I think Io. I think, I think Io getting bigger, much stronger to go with the athleticism and that court vision. Io is a younger Lonzo Ball at this stage already. He he's a younger Lonzo, and that's what made him transitioning into the star lineup last season so easy. It was just he wasn't as confident in the shot. That's why I said a younger Lonzo, because if he had the confidence Lonzo had for us last year, it was like it would have been shooters galore in his eyes. Because that's what Lonzo treated it as, and I think getting Patrick Williams back. I think we got the talent. We got the skill. And then it's just we need to be healthy. Andre Drummond coming in, going three for three from the three um, in a preseason game. Got me excited. You know, we know what he already is inside the paint. He's going to give you the double-digit rebounds, defend the rim as best as he can. And then, you, we, you know, we got a great bench. Like, we got a very good team. We just got to be healthy. Because personally, us healthy, I think we give anybody a scary run. Honestly, yeah. I mean, and Jav- I mean, you didn't even talk about Javante Green, who was one of the breakout players of last I, year. I love Javante Green. The only reason I didn't is because I feel like he's one of those guys that you won't understand it until you just watch him play. Just watch him play. He's literally... You remember how we said Westbrook was all or nothing? Mm-hmm. That's Javante Green. He's literally all or nothing. And it's him giving his all the entire time. He doesn't know how to not give 100%. Couldn't think of a better way to put it. Let's go ahead and move on to the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Bulls um, division rival. Over under 47.5 added, Uh, obviously, Donovan Mitchell didn't do much else. JD, over under 47.5. Over 48. I think I agree. That's that's tough, though, because, well, I mean, it's not tough. They were, they also were at high seed before all the injuries. Yeah, the injuries. (laughs) Like last year. The Bulls and the Cavs are probably the two best teams before. Not the two best, but like two of the teams that got screwed the most by injuries over the course of the season. And all-star break did both of them dirty. And then the Cavs went and added, you know, I have them in the top 50, but a lot of people have Donovan Mitchell in top 25, you know, is a guy who's a contender for all NBA teams. JD, I feel like the Cavs. Here's my here's my one question about the Cavs. Okay, I'm gonna give you a few guys. You tell me who you're starting at small forward. So we agree, right? Garland, Mitchell, Mobley, Allen, pencil those four guys. Those guys are in pen. Absolutely lineup. So at the three, that's their biggest hole. Are you starting Isaac Coro? Are you starting Dean Wade? Are you starting Chetty Osman? Or are you starting Karis LeVert at the three? I, it's not a lot of great options, but I mean, Okoro and Chetty, the only one that could play some defense. So it has to be one of those guys. And um, they love Okoro, so I'm assuming they choose Okoro. 
And they let Karras come off the bench and run the two guard, which he's great at. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised based on last year if they went with Dean Wade based on what they had with Lowry. But I also, I I think Dean Wade is like a, I think Dean Wade can play deep. I think Dean Wade's a probably better defensive player than Lowry Markinen, but that's, you know, not saying much. Um, I don't, it's not like, you know, it's not like you're choosing between Malcolm Brogdon or Derek White here. It's not like <laughs> those two. That's an actual competition between two quality players. This that's not this. So I don't I don't know, but I think Mitchell is gonna score a lot of points. I think Garland. I think Garland's gonna get a lot of assists. I think Mobley and Allen are gonna get a lot of blocks. I think they're gonna win close to fifty games. Um, are you ready to move on to the Mavs? Yeah. Over under forty eight point five. Under. Under. Wait. I'm, you said Dallas. Yes. They lost Jalen Brunson. Didn't really replace him. They got Christian Wood. That's about all they did this summer. Where were they at this past? What? No, because they get Tim Hardaway Jr. back. So I'll go. I think they in that range, like. The 48 to 45, 46. They were 52 and 30 last year. I don't think they get that. I don't think so either, but I think that's because the West is more like strong this year. Yeah. So I'm going to stay. I'm going to stick with under. Team's healthy. I think I'm going to go. I think they'll get to 50. I think Luca's going to average a 30 point triple double. Okay. I think just because he has to, right? I don't. Did you see this thing where Christian Wood is apparently coming off the bench? Yeah, I saw that, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm going. I'm, I'm heavily going against it. I liked what Jason Kidd did last year, but um, this is him going back to his Milwaukee days, where he was doing some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly. Like he unlocks his best player and make everything around him worse. Like my main takeaway of the Jason Kidd era in Milwaukee was will forever and always be that series against Boston where Chris Middleton and Giannis destroyed the Celtics. And it was like they were playing two on five. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And I think we might be seeing another, you know, redo of that. The difference is Luca is just that special. So I think, I think, I don't think 50 is out of the question here, especially in the West where you're playing, you know, the Rockets are in their division. You play the Jazz three times. You play, you know, the Spurs four times. You play the Spurs and the Rockets four times each. That's, that should be eight wins right there. Will it be eight wins? Probably not, but it should be six. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Like with so many teams getting healthier and better now, some of those wins I got to take away. I don't think they beat New Orleans this many times. No, I don't but think they beat the Clippers this many times. For some reason, they still struggle with the Lakers heavily. Uh, I 
I don't think they're going to kill Phoenix like it was the playoffs every game. And uh, so, you know, I just think it'll be tough for the Golden State games, the Denver games. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch. Speaking of Denver over under 51 and a half, I think. Yeah, this is a pretty easy. They won 48 last year without Murray. And, and Murray's Porter Jr. <laughs> is Porter? I, don't, I haven't been really paying that much. Is Porter been playing? He been looking good. Yeah, there's very, no way. Very I, good. They're gonna be the first seed. Like they're gonna win. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're gonna win 60 games. I think they' pretty close to it. I think, I think they care. I mean, they were good. Like Jokic was good enough last year to get them to 48 without two bona fide you know without two bona fide stars yeah <laughs> i i'm really excited to watch this team i'm really excited to get back watching the nuggets next year because i want to see jamal murray play again i'm you know i know he's not your favorite player <laughs> but i'm just really ex- like after the bubble and after the you know, after everything that happened in 2020 and after that Clippers game in 2021, I know that was only a regular season game, but man, that was so promising. So promising. And I wish we got to see it, but do you have any Nuggets thoughts? Uh, nah, I think they just one of those teams proud to try to win now. Everybody know they roll. They got their superstar. They got his Robin. And I think they just one of those teams to look out for. KCP, Bruce Brown, two excellent pickups. Excellent pickups. I love those guys for this team. Um, but other than that, yeah, not much to add. This team's interesting. The Detroit Pistons. Their over under is twenty nine point five. JD over or under twenty nine point five. Under. I was pretty fast. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over, but like maybe like thirty wins. I think. No, you know what? I'm gonna go under too. The bottom. They someone has to be the bottom of the East. <laughs> yeah, I think Dillman Orlando is just. Two of the worst. But shout out my boy Kate. Kate will have a great year. Did we talk about the Bogdanovich trade? Yeah. I didn't remember if we did. I like the Bogdanovich trade for them. I do too, but I some for some reason I think he get traded. Probably. I mean, I think teams are gonna go really hardcore. Like I think teams are gonna go flagrantly wild to get Wembunyama in a way that we haven't seen. Since like what, AD? Was that the year the Bobcats went seven and fifty nine? I think it was the Zion year. I mean the Zion year, but that was the first year they changed the odds. I mean, yeah, but you had the Knicks going crazy. You had a bunch of teams going crazy to get Zion. So yeah, it's gonna be the first year in a while where teams are going crazy to get that first pick. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bogdanovich is traded. That's you know that's a fair point by you. Um, I don't know. I just I like Cade. I like Stewart. I want to see Jaden Ivy do well. And yeah, that's all I got for the Pistons for now. I want to see them in the regular season. All right, the reigning champions, the Golden State Warriors. Over. 
Do you do you want to know what the over under is? Is it? Nope. Tell me. Fifty two point five. Over. Even with all the drama that's going on. Fifty five games. I mean, it seems like they did dead the drama. For those that don't know, for those that have been living under NBA rock somehow, um, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, um, Draymond Green's pool, Draymond, Draymond Green's fist met Jordan Poole's face in an unfortunate way. Um, and I'm not going to go into much more detail than that. I, I think that's the kind of thing, JD, especially with the way that that video leaked. I could see that kind of submarining the team. I'll, I'll still go over, but man, because we, we haven't had a chance to talk about that. I do but. as well, but I think I think it's going to drive Poole to go so crazy that his asking price becomes something that drives the team to go so far in that they might trade Draymond. I don't think they will, but they might. All it's going to take is the right person to come along, right off of. I don't think, I think Draymond's done with the Warriors. I don't think, I don't think he makes it another like three years with them. I don't think you can come back and last like another, I don't think you can end your career in Golden State after doing something like that. I think you can maybe like make it this season. Yeah, and Drum Pool would get uh, paid. Draymond money come off the books, and they get they continue to um, help Kaminga, who's already a more athletic and better shooting Draymond, and he's on his way to becoming a better, younger defender than Draymond was. So, I mean, Kaminga, that's a special athlete, man. Oh God, I'm. Ex- I think a guy they'll really miss though. They're going to miss Porter. Yeah, they will. Porter was really instrumental to their team. Excuse me. He was like really. He just could defend guys that they. He was a guy they didn't have before. He could just defend. He was like the Shane Battier. Remember when Shane Battier joined the Heat and just changed their team? Yeah. He was the Shane Battier of the Warriors. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that. Like. He just gave them a dimension he they didn't have, and I I they're really gonna miss him this year I think and but other than that I think fifty three well they're over under fifty two point five fifty three I don't think they're gonna get the first seed I think they're a lock for a top three I think the top three is them Nuggets and the Clippers I think that's pretty easy top three and. I think they're gonna. I'd lock that in personally. Like, I don't think. I think even if they like coast, yeah, fifty three wins with how Steph played last year was like a down year for Steph, and he still was amazing. So, in the regular season at least, Houston Rockets over under is twenty three point five. Um, under <laughs> twenty one wins. I'm done with them. I love the young guys. I'm excited to watch them younger guys play, but I want to see them play. I, I don't expect wins. Jalen Green is my favorite young guy in the league right now. That I'm, guy. I love his teammate. Kevin Porter? Yeah. That is the least surprising thing I've ever heard, that you and I would both love young Rockets, but we'd love the other guy. That is funny. 
I I think um, Jalen has the opportunity to be like he reminds me of Zach Levine. It's crazy, mm. like how bouncy he is, yeah, and how good of it, like how good his shooting touch is. It's crazy. I want to see his growth. I want to see a year of Kevin Porter being the point guard. That really intrigued me. A lot of stuff that's going on in Houston. Indiana Pacers. Again, another one we can skip. Over, under. Under, 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 under. 23.5. I'm also going the under. Trade free Miles Turner free. (laughs) They're not going to be that bad. Free Miles Turner free Buddy Heald. Um, Free TJ McConnell. You know, I know they just got him, but free Tyrese Hallenberg. I don't want nobody to spend no time in Indiana. Free, uh, you get nothing. Free, um, free Jalen Smith. Free O'Shea Brissett. Um, Los Angeles Clippers over under 52.5. I, my answer kind of hinted at this. I'm going with the over. What about you, JD? 52 to 54. I'm going to go over. I think overs, like, they had one of the best defenses last year. Yeah, without, like, the top defenders for their team. They're getting Paul George. Like, even if you just put Paul George and Norm Powell in this team, you get enough offense to make you, like, the 15th ranked offense. Mm-hmm. You're getting Kawhi Leonard back, too. I don't know if he's clear to start at the regular season. I saw he was just cleared for five on five or like he, a couple he, weeks ago. He started. He's coming back at the start of the regular season. Awesome. Yeah. So you get like what? 55 games. Like, let's just say conservatively, you get 55 games of Kawhi. You get 60 games of Paul George. You get 75 games with Norm Powell. And I know I talk about Norm Powell a lot, but that man can put the ball in the basket. Yeah. And that's something you need. This team can get stops. You just need guys who can get buckets. And they got shooting. Mm-hmm. They got they they had what I think five of the top eight three point shooters last year, and the best one they had Luke Kennard. Yeah, Kennard. And the funny part is, Marcus Morris didn't even have a great year scoring, but he had a hell of a year shooting. And I mean, now Reggie Jackson getting better looks. Um, Nick Batum, um, Robert Covington. Which and those guys, I think, those, needs more respect on his name because Robert we Covington is perfect for that team. We haven't talked about the best distrib- like the best um, three point setup man in the league is playing for this team now. Yeah, this team, and everybody know I love Misa John. Wow, I think we talked about regular season teams and playoff teams. I think this team is like a perfect mix of both. I think mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I think my biggest takeaways are going to be Kawhi and John Wall. I want to see what those two guys do mm-hmm. in the regular season because if like if you can get, you're not going to get old John Wall. That's that guy's gone. I ain't gonna lie. Houston John Wall was putting up twenty and seven. If this John Wall gives you fifteen and eight, that is superstar material compared to what's around him. All you asking for him right now is probably about 14 and 6. You don't even need 14. You need 10. You need 10 and 8. Oh. And look, he, he walking the 10. I went with 14 mm-hmm. because John Wall is a bucket when he chooses to score. And one thing I realized about what I've seen from him in preseason, 
he's much more confident, comfortable, and just a better shooter overall. And that right there is going to make this team, I, I ain't going to lie, not just make them better, but people forget John Wall was a two-way monster. You put three of the top two-way guys in the last 10 years together, and even though we can say none of them is like just still in a prime defensively, they still going to be hell because they older and wiser and smarter players. I mean, I, I think Wall's defense isn't going to be anywhere near where it was. I think that's no. where I would be concerned. It, it won't be, and it doesn't have to be, you know, just off the strength of... I mean, like, you know my theory, like, back in the day, guys were like, oh, when you lose your athleticism, you're done for good. A guy like John Wall, who was, like, one of the best athletes, you know, we've ever seen, loses his athleticism. It's not the same, you know, to bring it back to another guy, it's not the same as when Shane Battier loses his athleticism. You know, and I'm not trying to pick on Shane Battier, but Shane Battier would tell you he's not anyone's idea of John Wall. <laughs> you know, when his athleticism is gone, there's nothing left. When John Wall loses some athleticism, there's still something there. Now it's a lot still there. Like we're seeing this in on the other side of town with, you know, a guy we'll talk about in a sec. He still has a lot of athleticism. It's just not the amount he's used to. And you could take that about a number of guys. I think you know who I'm talking about, JD. Um, I think John Wall, I want to see how he adjusts to his new body, you know, because that that can be hard for some guys. Yeah. He's he in much better shape than what we had seen, though. And I've been watching him. Those are some unflattering photos, though. Those are some I, unflattering photos that we saw. I've been watching him. Um, play. He's been dunking again. He been. He still is quick. Not as what we saw, like the speed of light, but he's still super quick. We know his strengths. I don't know. The Clippers is to me the most intriguing team in the league this year. Oh, me too. Oh, there's no doubt. Of, well, I wouldn't say my most intriguing team because I have a few more that I'm really intrigued by, but they're one of them. I'd it's say they're too, like we. It's two. T- Three teams I'm more excited by, but it's they're the most intriguing because it's so many good players over there that you just have to wonder where, like, for instance, if you was to say, okay, they top two scores, we know that. Then who? We got a conversation between Powell, Reggie, and John Wall. Yeah. Then, then you got to think. So what? Who? Whose sacrifice will be the greatest? Well, you're not wrong there. And they all talking about sacrifices, so they ban in. So that means if everybody sacrifices, it's gonna be one player who who gets raised up amongst all of this. And that's who I'm. I'm so intrigued to see who. And honestly, <laughs> the person I'm thinking about. It's the one who we saw come up last year, and that was Luke Kennard. I think he will play very limited minutes because of his defense not up to par as the rest of them. But I think guys like him, Covington, Nick Batum, 
will have those moments where it's like, gosh, they perfect for them. What about Terrence Mann? I think Terrence Mann is still going to be what he was the last two years. He just go fit in wherever they need him to be. He's going to be very good in those minutes. But I think until Terrence Mann just put – you remember the the series versus Utah. He put in his mind, I'm going to score. Until he comes in with that on a regular day basis, I can't say he's going to – be in that category with those guys because we know Batum missed to do everything. He's confident in doing everything. Covington, sim- similar to um, Batum. Luke Kennard, if it's anything he's confident in, it's his shooting. Terrence Mann, still, he's still getting comfortable with the shooting. We know he's very confident on the defensive end. But Ty Lu wants to play two-way guys and guys that can shoot. Terrence Mann going to have to get more comfortable and confident in his shooting. You're not wrong there. Well, I feel like the Clippers are going to be our most in-depth team today. That's because we have a lot of questions about them. But in the interest of speeding things along, let's go ahead and move on to the other Los Angeles team. Of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. Their over-under is 445 JD, are we going over or under 44.5? I got them in between the 43 and 45 range. Uh, so you're saying FanDuel is doing a great job with these lines, is what you're saying? For some of them, yeah. Um, I don't know because the Lakers, we don't know. Like, they old as hell. We don't know about their health. Um. Given everybody healthy, I go 45. Well, do you want to know what has better odds? Because what I also have on here is I have what has the better odds between the over and the under. They What's this? So the under has the better, well, you know, better odds. The really? under is minus 122. Okay. The over is plus 100. So you'd make more money betting the over. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, see, it's tough. They old as hell. They're old as hell. Their Westbrook problem is still a pro- like. It's still a problem. Like he's coming off the bench tonight, and they're like, we're recording this on Friday night. He's coming off the bench, and I can assure you, neither of us have talked to Russell Westbrook. He's not happy about it. They said he's coming off the bench. He's coming off the bench tonight in Sacramento. Like he's coming off the bench for their last preseason game. Oh wow! I'm, assu- I'm assuming that's going to be the case for their regular season games. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna just say, um, the AD factor is so big. If AD is healthy for 65 games, over. If he get hurt and gotta miss anything to make him play less than 65 under. I think. I think we talk about how you know when AD is hurt, they can't win. I think they both need to be healthy. I think. You know, LeBron's kind of an Iron Man. Well, he was, you know, his, you know, first however many years in the league. And he hasn't been in Los Angeles. But I think LeBron and AD. LeBron definitely need to. I just didn't say him because we saw without AD when he got hurt, his team fumbled. When he tried to come back, they still wasn't. AD is younger, still in his prime, I think it's 
now is the time to say, LeBron, take a load off. Savor up for the playoffs. Similar I, to what Siakam did plenty of times for Kawhi. Similar to what Middleton, I mean, uh, Middleton do for Giannis. I think if they do that, though, I think I'm betting the under for sure. If LeBron sits a lot of games. I don't want him to sit, but I'm saying he don't have to. LeBron shouldn't have to go for 30. Well, he's going to go for 30 because he's going for Kareem's record. Yeah, but I'd much rather 80 go for go for 30. LeBron get his 25. And they and, and, and you that's 55 points there. All you need after that. Westbrook come off the bench. Westbrook could give you 20 off the bench. Westbrook could give you 20 off the bench. You oh, just right. don't need the, the, the others around you to put up some decent numbers. If LeBron plays the same number of games he did last year, he's going to need to average 30 to pass Kareem this year. Just like... Man, LeBron got another year after this year. I ain't tripping. I know, but he, you know, he is. You know, he's trying to get that done ASAP. I'm. I think I'm going to go under anyway. I don't trust either of their healths, LeBron's or AD's. And I think the track record has shown that they're untrustworthy. Yeah, you just. Yeah, I'm swayed. I'm swayed. It's. I think they're going to go like 41 and 41 though. They're not going to be as bad as they were last year. Um, I, I want to see Darvin Ham as a coach. I want to see what they trade Westbrook for because there's no way. I will guarantee this. There's no way Westbrook is a Laker by <laughs> the All-Star game. There is absolutely, there is zero chance he is a member of the Los Angeles Lakers by then. I They just can't do it. They're, they can't do that to themselves because he's going to, he's Allen Iverson all over again. It's just, but I think he's better than Allen Iverson was at this, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. He's not going to accept coming off the bench. He's just not going to. And I think for this team, you can't play him and LeBron at the same time. It's not going to work. So I think the sooner they trade Russ, the happier everyone will be, including Russ, right? I I don't know where Russ will go, but that's besides the point. I think the sooner they trade Russ, the more games they'll probably win. But I still I still think like 43 and 39, 42 and 40 is probably more like what to expect out of Lakers this year. Let's go to the number two seed last year in the Western Conference. The Memphis Grizzlies over under 48.5, J.D. Oh, man, I love me some Memphis, but I'm I'm, I'm tapping out. Uh I don't think they go have the same success. They lost Kyle Anderson. I'm gonna go under. I wanted to go 48 to 50. I'm gonna go under because for one, losing losing slow mo, I think tears a whole lot into what they was able to do last year. And they didn't replace them. And not only not replacing them. They don't have enough shooting. Um, Jan Johnson Jr. stays hurt. Last season, without him being hurt, that was probably the best that we saw a stretch from him. But I can't expect that again, so I got to go under. I think I'm going to go over. They won, what, 57, 
games or no, I don't think they won that many. I'm going to pull up their um, season from last year. I think it was, oh, it was 56. I was close. They won 56 games last year. 48 would be a pretty big drop off. Um, everything yeah, a lot said, of teams was hurt last year too, though. Everything it's it's fair, but John ja missed 25 games and they still won. You know, yeah, they still won 56 games. I mean, here's here's my thing, right? I I think you have to factor in, like you were saying on the top 100 pod, you have to factor in John ja missing probably like 15 games a year. Right. I think that's a fair. You said that it was a great point by you. Um, you have the best backup point guard in the league. Tyus Jones. You, you have. Think, you think he's the best backup? Maybe not the best, but like, I think probably the best backup in the West. Is that unfair? Yeah. Who's the best backup in the West? Whoever come off the bench for the Clippers. <laughs> I don't know, man. Tyus Jones. He's not better than either one of them. Then well, Reg, Reggie, I mean, not Reg, uh Malcolm Brogdon in the East. Come on now. No. Okay. One of the five best. That's fair. Cause, cause I, I don't think he better than no point guard up in Chicago. One of the five best backups in the league. Okay. And last year he was making threes. Last year the assist to turnover ratio was insane, even by Tyus Jones standards. I love Tyus Jones, by the way. He, I, he's really good. And I think that, I think you brought up slow-mo. You have, that's why you draft Zaire Williams. You brought, I think the bigger loss for them, one that no one's talking about is DeAnthony Melton. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking of his name. I couldn't think of it, but that, he, you got to think of that too. I mean, Who's going to replace those points? He's a bucket. A pure bucket. And they're not going to play Danny Green. Well, because Danny Green, I don't think it's going to play in the NBA again because of his injuries. I just think this team is too deep and talented to not get to 50 at the very least. So I think 50 is the baseline. So I think I'm just going to go over on the basis of that. But what you're saying is fair. Like a lot of stuff, weird stuff happened last year. Um, any last Memphis thoughts before we move on to the East's first seed last year? Oh no, Miami Heat over under forty nine point five. Under. Yeah, I gotta go with under two. It hurts. I and I just go ahead. I, I hate it. It's just. They don't have a power forward. Martin, I love Martin, but him picking up weight still not gonna be the answer. DJ Tucker is what two fifty? Like I know they they have him listed at like two thirty, but he's what probably what like two hundred fifty yeah, pounds. He, he's a big guy, and and then you got to factor in. They don't. Okay, outside of um, your seven, bam, those the only bigs. Mm-hmm. Like hit free agency or something. Like you gotta allow. You gotta allow. I know Bam is young and he got him. I don't want Bam getting hurt again. Bam getting hurt the last couple of seasons hurt them every playoffs. Every time they get eliminated, Bam is hurt. Jimmy is hurt. 
you gotta uh, find a way to negate as much as you possible those injuries coming from being tired. And though, and Miami is a grinded out team anyway. They're very gritty. They're very into you. You want to take away the exhaustion as much as you can. So I gotta, I gotta go under. I hate it because you know I would never want to down Jimmy, but Pat Riley got to do something. Yeah, trade for Jay Crowder. I mean, they don't got nobody to trade. I mean, you could trade Caleb Martin to make the money make sense. You could trade Caleb Martin. I personally listen. If they had some, if they replaced PJ Tucker with just somebody, right? If they replaced him with Boyan Bogdanovich, right? If they were, that's the team that should have gone after Boyan Bogdanovich. I thought they was. Like, I'm sorry. I throw a first round, maybe not a first round pick, but throw like three second round picks to Duncan Robinson. Get Boyan Bogdanovich. I, I don't understand. Maybe their plan is just to throw Duncan Robinson in the weight room and have him be like a really mobile power forward. <laughs> but I don't I don't get like their plan is confusing to me. They just power forward is probably the most important spot to win in the playoffs. I mean, look at how many the Clippers have. Yeah. That's the reason why we're talking about them so highly. Look at the Nuggets. They have look at the the Nuggets have one of the switchiest guys in the league right now. That's one of the reasons why I talk about them so highly. Look at the Celtics. Look at the, you know, just go through the teams in the league. I, I just don't know. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Caleb Martin is listed at 205 in terms of weight. A slight breeze would blow him over. Now imagine going against LeBron James. He There's, there's absolutely no way. So are they going to make Udonis Haslam play rotation minutes this year? Is that they they might have to? I mean, I remember Bam's first couple of years. Oh, Bam's first year starting. You remember his breakout year? Yeah. He wasn't playing center. He was playing power forward. Mm-hmm. Myers Leonard was playing center. Mm-hmm. But Myers Leonard was a stretch five. The problem with that is. You have this rookie, right? You have this rookie that you drafted in Jovich. Neither of us know anything about him. I'm not going to act like I was I watching. Wa- I watched him. You he think he's shoot. ready? He can shoot. I don't think he's ready. He I can mean, shoot. We see a lot of these European guys. They need a couple of years to be ready. I mean, not a lot of them, but like some of them. Obviously, Luca didn't need a couple of years, but Luca's the exception. You know, everyone develops at their own pace. I, I'm just concerned. <laughs> They don't have Myers like they don't have a Myers Leonard on this team. They don't have, you know. I mean, you could go out and sign someone like who could shoot threes, space the floor, sign Ryan Anderson for all I care. But <laughs> he'll never be back in the league. No, but when was the last time you think Ryan Anderson played in the league? Was it was it? No, I remember when it was. It was in that um, Warriors series in 2019. They brought him off the bench. He played? <laughs> yeah, he played. Or it was in 2018. Man. Oh, no. He, he played for the Rockets in a... He played two games for the Rockets in 2020. 
Huh. That's funny. Ryan Anderson did. Ryan Anderson's only 34. <laughs> Maybe they should bring him in. Man, call and get uh, Miritic from overseas. He just won MVP and he's not coming back. He doesn't want to play the guy on this next team. Speaking of this next team, the Milwaukee Bucks with Mr. Miritich puncher, Bobby Portis. Come on. That was good. That was good. (laughs) Over under 52.5 JD going over under. They said 54, 52, 52 over. I think it's pretty easy over. I think a regular season, they're the best team in the East. They always have a great uh, regular season. So I'm always over for them. I mean, I want to see what happens when Joe Ingles comes back. I'm really curious about that. I'm really curious to see because I think that's going to, that could be a huge addition. Like, because they don't, they haven't had a guy like that before. Someone that big who can do stuff. On the wing, but it can also make threes. Yeah. Like, they could have some dangerous small ball lineups in the playoffs. I'm just saying. Like, that could be that could be scary, but... They're pretty big. They're we big. We don't need to waste my thoughts on Milwaukee. We got some interesting teams coming up. The Minnesota Timberwolves, JD. I do not want to spend a lot of time on them. <laughs> I hate Minnesota because of they got Gobert. All right, what do you think the over-under is? Uh, 46. 48.5. Under. I'm going over. And all NBA team. It's my prediction. Man, they can't go bare. <laughs> You'll uh, never forgive them. I don't even care if I believe that they go under. I'm saying it anyway. You you will never forgive them. I think I hope this whole trade backfire and won out. I want to see what they do. I'm I think they're going to be a team that's fascinating to watch. I want to see I want to see Russell. I want to see Ant. I think Ant, like I said, all NBA team. I'm booking it. He's making all NBA team next year. I think him and Garland. I no, I actually don't think Cavs is going to make all NBA team next year. But I think. Amp, I'm calling it. We'll make all NBA team next year. I think this one might be a very low line. New Orleans Pelicans. We're, it's going to be over for both of us. Over under 45.5. Over. There's no way it's not over. That's comical. <laughs> They're getting Zion back. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. When when Ingram and CJ were healthy, they played like a forty six win pace. Yeah, I'm definitely going over. Um, and I think um, Herb Jones developed that shot a little bit. Your guy, uh, Murphy, he looks a little bit better. I think I think they they bound to hit fifty two. Barring no injuries to like that sit everybody down multiple games like an extended amount of time, fifty two. I think they're a top four seed. They I just was have thinking too, that they have too much offense. Like 
when Jonas Alanchunas is your fourth best offensive player. Now, here's here's the question. Who's their play starter? Like, who's going to is is CJ just going to be like their point guard? That's what he did last year. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the huge like the biggest fan of that. He, but I he, mean, he played a combo role, and then you got um, Ingram, Bi, and Zion who can both pass. Uh, so I think they they what they did last year showed me that it can work. I think that would be my only concern because their team they they're stacked with talent. Like this team has just talent like overload right now, and I'm really I'm excited to see you know Jackson Hayes and his you know year four. You know, you brought up Murphy. I'm going to see what they do with Devontae Graham again, if he even plays. <laughs> Grand Theft Alvarado. When he got Chris Paul with that, I was like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. I, want Al- I want Alvarado to lead the league in steals this year. I don't. I hope somebody busts him in his damn head. <sighs> Man. No, I'm just playing. I just hope somebody like Caruso embarrass him. I feel like that, that's like a perfect comparison. I mean, I feel like he's TJ McConnell with a jump shot. That, that's what I've been saying about Alvarado. And TJ McConnell with a jump shot, pretty valuable player. McConnell is a much better passer, though. That's, that's fair. But I, I feel like Caruso is a way better defender than either of those two guys. He's also bigger. Yeah, true. But I'm just saying, like, Laker Caruso, who didn't play a lot of minutes, just come that's in, true. get a big steal. Boris Caruso, we see he's actually a very talented guy. Caruso's like an off-guard size. Like yeah, I think he's 6'4", 6'5". I believe 6'4". On to the New York Knicks. Okay, short conversation. Over under 38.5. Under. I'm going to, nah, I think they in the 37, 39 range. I'll go over, but like, I think best case, they go 41 and 41. I think best case 40 and 42. Yeah. They're not going to be like the best case. They're going, they're 10 seed. They're better than Washington, which isn't saying much. I don't think so. I I don't know, man. I, I give me Washington. Bradley Bill, the best player out of all of them. Then I'm going Przingis. I I think Bradley Beal's the best, but then I'm going Barrett. Then I'm going Randall. I, I thought of Barrett, but I gotta see more consistency with Barrett. I think Przingis might be something different this year. Um, and last but not least. I think Cal Kuzma is just a very good player for them. And by the way, that was a well, I didn't snub him from my top 100 list. Never mind. I was like, that was a hard snub for my top 100, but I didn't snub him. <laughs> I, I like Kuz for that team. So I'm going I'm to I'm take them over New York. Next couple we can kind of skim through. OKC Thunder over under 22.5. Under Chet Hurt. I'm going to go over, but that's just because like 22 is kind of low for them. Um, What was Houston's? Houston's was, let's scroll back up. Houston's was 23. 23. I think they're better than Houston. No, I don't. Well, they're a better defensive team than Houston. 
And, you know, defense is what wins games in the regular season. So. Hey, give me, give, give me Houston. Um, I'm going under. That's fair. I'll, I'll go with 21. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with the over for the Thunder, but not, I'll go with like maybe like 25 at the most. Orlando Magic over under 27.5. Under. Yeah. The more I thought about it, like I wanted to talk myself into the Magic and the Pistons being playing teams this year. I think the Magic have a better chance than say the the Pistons do. That's because I think, you know, Wendell like Wendell is better than like Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. You know, Cole Anthony's better than like the second guard on the the Pistons. I think Cade's the best player out of all their teams, but after that, the Magic have a pretty yeah, much better. Yeah. I, I I still just think though, someone has to lose games in the East. Yeah, and I'm going Orlando, Detroit, Charlotte, Indiana. Oh yeah, Indiana. God, please. Those those four Indiana. teams are going to be the teams that get the punching bags. Yeah, mm-hmm. the punching bags. Every every season needs the punching bag. So, num. Let's go. This team's really interesting. The Philadelphia 76ers over under 50.5. I, I feel like this has to be over. Over. Yeah. MVP I mean, and beat. Yeah. I, yeah. He's my MVP going into the season. I, I don't, I, he's not going to win MVP. They're going to not give it to him again. Mm-hmm. They're going to give it to Luca. I just, I, I see it coming from a mile away. I mean, if he averages a 30-point triple-double, <laughs> you can see the agenda from a mile away. Mm-hmm. But you get a full season of Harden. You get Maxi getting better. I think Embiid. I don't think Embiid is going to average like as many points a game as he did last year, but I don't think he'll need to. I think Embiid could average like a cool 26 and 12 and be, still be like, you know, as impactful as he was. Do you have any thoughts on like the new and improved Sixers? Mm, I just hope they. Harden don't need to settle. He's been looking good. I hope James Harden can be that 22 and 10 guy. Oh, but this was the most. Um, Anthony Melton was the most Daryl Morey move of all time. I think I might have said that when that happened, but just stealing that guy, like what a perfect move. Um, I'm really excited. Like this team is just so much better than it was last year. It's not even funny. And now I'm, I want to see Harden with a full year there. I want to see Maxi. I want to see Tobias Harris is the fourth option. Oh, don't bring him up, please. But, PJ I was Tucker. doing very well not thinking of him. PJ Tucker. So, so many fun things. I'm just not, I'm going to talk through it. PJ Tucker. So many fun things in Philadelphia. A team that Luka Doncic owns. <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. Oh, oh, oh. Over under 52.5. Under, under, under. Screw them. I, we don't need any more JD thoughts on the Suns. He has rip them to shreds all postseason and off season. Um 
I hope they play in team. It's got it's got to be the under. They they're not gonna be a play in team. They won't. But I really hope they. I hate them. <laughs> Playing's rough, but I mean, I think they'll win fifty. I do too, but I I just want them to be a play in team. Them versus the Lakers in Portland. <laughs> That would be hilarious for so many reasons, <laughs> but it's kind of funny how we all turn on the Suns after like, oh, wow, this team is so plucky and made the finals. And now we all oh. hate their guts. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, I never had nothing good to say about them as organization. I talk good about players as organization. I've never said anything good. That's fair. It's more than fair. I like James Jones. I like Bridges. I like Book. I like Chris Paul. I like Crowder. I love Cam Just. It's a bunch of players I like. I hate the organization. I don't like DeAndre Aiden. Did we talk about Sarver at all? I think a little bit. I don't think I don't think we've talked like about him being forced to sell the team. That's going to be an interesting wrinkle into all this. The way I see it, I say Barkley, Steve Nash, and uh, Amari Stoudemire. You think Steve Nash is going to retire as the coach of the Nets? Might as well. He ain't did shit. Give me the culture job. You gonna make me your lead assistant? Oh, top! You my top scout. <laughs> well, I, I think I prefer to be the top assistant, but I'll take it, I guess. Um, I think you spot talent better than a lot of people, so you know what? I'll take it. Um, assistant pay though, <laughs> my man. That's why. That's why I keep you on the payroll. Um, this, I feel like the Suns just, just real quick to actually talk about them for a second. They kind of blew it by not actually doing anything this summer because they could use a guy like TJ McConnell or hell, even like Jose Alvarado, you know, someone who can just like, who's not campaign campaign. I think the campaign train has left the station. We all know the jig is up on that one. Like they just need something better at this point. Like they should have traded for Eric Gordon. They should have traded for like any of those guys that are available. And I, I just, Jeannie, I just feel like they kind of, you know, they already blown it obviously in a lot of different ways, Yeah. but for this year in particular, I just don't see any way. Chris Paul's not cooked again by like the second round because he's exhausted from carrying the load in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see it. So the Portland trailblazers, I think we can kind of speed through the rest of these. There's not a whole lot of interesting ones. Portland trailblazers. They're over under is 39.5. I'm hitting the over strong on this one. What about you? I give them 41, 42. I think I just, I've been, this has been my hardest team to read because I think Chauncey is a pretty bad coach. And I mean that with all disrespect, I don't think he's a good coach at all, but he, he is a legend, obviously. Um, but I don't think, you know, he was an assistant for what? One year under Ty Lue? And they gave him the 
the head co- was he even an assistant? I think he yeah. just came. <laughs> no, nah, he wasn't an assistant. He was. Yeah, he he was an assistant for one year under Ty Lue, and then he gets the head coaching job. So to be blunt, he doesn't. I don't think he much knows what he's doing. They gave him the job because I think his name's Chauncey Billups. Um, they kind of have they have a nice collection of talent. If you threw Ty Lue in Portland and you put Larry Nance back on this team, I think you have a 50-win team. Mm. I think the coach is holding. I I really think Chauncey, bless his soul, I think he's holding them back. I don't because we didn't get to see what he really had last year. I mean, when when they were healthy, though, they were bad. Like I'm gonna pull their I'm gonna pull their record up from last year. Like because it it obviously wasn't good. So I'll I stand corrected. He was an or no, he was only an assistant coach for one year. Basketball reference is counting this year on um his page. It was I don't remember what they started off as, but it wasn't that terrible until Dame got hurt. So Dame played 29 games. They were 12 and 17. You know, not terrible. When Dame, like, so in the stretch of games, he didn't play. They beat Detroit by 18. That, like, while he was still, you know, healthy before they shut him down. Beat Detroit by 18. They got, they lost to San Antonio by 31. Boston by 28. Clippers by 12. Warriors by 10. So not a close game in the bunch. When he was healthy, it was like kind of like all over the place. I don't I don't know. I just don't feel like maybe he'll prove me wrong this year. But I don't feel like the Blazers have a bad team, JD. I feel like a better coach would take this team to like 45 wins. That's all that's all I'm saying. I think they in that range anyway, 43 to 45. I I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that's me being a hater, but I I just I don't see it. I really don't. The Sacramento Kings over under 33.5. 43.5? Over. Over. And they're making the play in. But not just because no one else can. <laughs> Someone has to. So why not us? These um this one, San Antonio Spurs over under 22.5. Under. This one we should probably spend a little bit of time talking about. Toronto Raptors. Okay. Over under. Finally a team worth talking about. 46.5. That's the range there. I think they're 46 to 48 range. Um, That sounds like you're over. I'm going to go over. Yeah, I'm going over too. I don't don't see no bad injuries happening. They play so... They they just got one of those teams that everybody play. They really need to find a backup point guard though. Like, oh, I, I hate that uh, Scotty jump ball and play the backup point guard. Well, we can't do this facade again where they don't have someone backing up Fred Van Vliet. Like I know Pascal did a great job. Pascal, Scotty Barnes, you know those guys are great like ball handlers. For their position, they're not point guards, and they need to get someone like. I think DJ Augustine might be on this team. 
No, he's not. I think he was on there last year. They need to get someone like DJ Augustine. You know, someone who will be like, hey, this is my team for 12 minutes a game. I'm taking the reins. And then when it's not my time, you know, I'll be supportive of the starter. But they, because they don't need, you know, they don't need Tyus Jones. They don't oh. need, you know, I mean, this would be a good team for like a guy like Eric Bledsoe. Go get Delon that, right back. Well, Delon Wright's, you know, the starter in Washington. Is he the starter? I actually don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd start him over uh, Monte Morris, but that's me. Yeah, I don't like Monte Morris. You know that. Well, we're not going to debate about Monte Morris. I, I think the Raptors are really good. I think they're going to be really competitive. Do you think Scotty Barnes is going to make a huge jump in year two? Um, not a huge jump stats wise, but IQ and decision making. Yes. Fair enough. Utah jazz over under 23.5 under under pretty Colin Sexton, please average 30 points a game on 50% shooting. Shut the haters up. (laughs) Washington Wizards, last one. Over under 35.5. Oh. That's a nice little range for them. I'm, I'm go, going I'm going to go over. I'm going to go under. I don't I'm going to give them gonna, 38. Someone's going to get hurt. Oh, and that yeah, someone's going to be the big true. fella. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Porzingis get hurt. They easily fall to 29 games. And plus, Brad hasn't been able to stay healthy, or he can't stay out of health and safety protocols. He's the only one who's still getting dinged in that. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that sucks so bad. So I'm going to look at Chris Stapp's game played the last couple of years. So last year he played 51. Year before he played 43. Year before he played 57. So that's crazy. He hasn't played 60 games since 2017. I I can't believe that. He played 72 games his first year, 66 games his second year. And then he tore his ACL his third year. He can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy, so... I don't know. Big fellas stays healthy. Maybe they hit the over. I don't. I don't believe it though. Um, JD, real quick. We already said Embiid's MVP. Who do you think is the first seed in the East? Oh, putting me on the spot, huh? Um, Milwaukee. I think the Sixers get back. I I think I said Milwaukee, but I'm changing my answer. I think the Sixers get back to the first seed. I thought of Philly. I got to go Milwaukee. I think Bitfella might miss a little time. He go, he, he's bound to miss 12 games. Giannis is bound to miss one. So, who, Who is your first seed out in the Western Conference? I think our candidates between our answers are it's either the Warriors, Clippers, or the Nuggets. Yeah, and I'm... I know it won't be Warriors or the Clippers, so I'm going Denver. The reason why is because I think Golden State going to 
you know, Golden State know how to let their older guys take some time, man. We know the Clippers going to, so. Who's going to be the worst team in the NBA? I would love for it to be the Phoenix Suns, but I'm going to go with... San Antonio. I think I'm going to go with the Pacers. I thought the Pacers, but I don't know. It's tough. They both might go like 15 and 67. I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are winning like have you ever seen those years like in the 90s where like there were like three teams that won like 60 games and there were like four teams that won like between 10 and 20 wins? Yeah. I think that might this might be one of those years because of the extreme tanking. Yeah. I think coincidentally one of those years was a year that Tim Duncan was in the draft. Um, who's the player who? OK, here's a fun question. Most improved player this year? Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> Just pick a guy you like. Um, see, because they bogus. I thought Maxi deserved it last year. He's the only one who didn't have expectations and went off. I'm going to go with um, Ayo DeSumo. Ooh, Io's a good one. I'm going to go with most improved. Man, I did, I shouldn't have put myself on the spot like this. I'm going to go. You brought him up earlier. I'm going to say Herb Jones does some stuff on offense. I'm going to say Herb I Jones. Of, I thought of him. Herb Jones. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could go, though. And it's going to be someone we don't see coming. That's the beauty of mm-hmm. NBA. Um, rookie of the year, I think. It's pretty self-explanatory. I'm not going to ask you to pick coach of the year. Do you want to pick finals or do we want to say that? Who are you going rookie of the year? Paolo? Paolo. I knew you would. (laughs) Unless you have someone you're going, unless you, are you not going with Paolo? I don't have one in mind, but I'm just going to say it's not Paolo. Interesting. Do you want to pick a finals matchup right now or do we want to wait till later? I want to. I'm gonna say this just because I want to put the debate of what wing is better and who's number two is better. So I'm going Clippers Boston. Clippers win at six. Well, we agree and, on the West, and that's only because I heard ESPN say Jalen Brown was a better number two than Paul George, and I does. thought that was insane. That is insane. Um, and I'm they said they the better they the better duo. I'm also going to go with the Clippers, but you could probably guess who I'm picking out of the East. Don't say Milwaukee. I think Giannis is. Listen, man. I just until I see someone stop him, I'm going to. Pick him every single time. And I'm not going to be upset with my choice. We saw him get stopped more times than we saw him win, A.B. <laughs> He's been a what? Top? Okay, we're not going to have this debate right now. Um, Any other NBA takes you want to get off? Like, any take you're dying to get off your chest before the season starts? 
real quick. Um, screw the Pacers and their fans. Screw DeAndre Aiden. Um, screw the Phoenix Suns organization. Robert Sovereign, you a bitch. Um, uh, Boston, y'all trash. Uh, just because John Mozzarella stick should not be the coach. Um, I hate the fat Rudy Gobert was traded for five first round picks. That was stupid. Minnesota, I hope y'all don't even come close to the playoffs. Um, and what else? Let me see. Who else do I not like real bad? You've hit on a lot of them. I think I just covered most of it. All right. Well, let me. Oh, hit- and one more thing. Alvarado, I hope your mustache fall off. <laughs> let me hit some real quick. Um, Pelicans are going to be home court, like we already said. And all NBA, like I already said. Um, Cavs, Evan Mobley is going to make all defense this year. Um, I think. Oh, Chris Middleton, watch out. Zach Levine, 30-point-a-game scorer. I think I was underselling it earlier, but now I bought myself into the hype. Um, Luka, 30-point triple-double. And Houston, Jalen Green, best player from the 21 draft class going forward. I know I said Evan Mobley would probably be, but I think I'm... I think Jalen Green, that kid's going to be special. So sold on Jalen now. Oh, I was sold on him when I was watching tape on him last year. I was like, oh, this kid's got it. But I, I'm even more sold on him now. But, J.D., you, you brought up something about vaccine stats earlier. What you got coming up on that? Oh, man, it was a request that I come out and I give my take on the MAU Doku situation and speak on it from not just a sports view, but a broader view and hone in on what really went on and apply, you know, what I do over there. I bring everything to real life and I'm going to talk about it in real life sense. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out the other stuff on the Running Hook Podcast Network. Um, Zach Griffith just came back um, today or on well, when we're recording this. He came out with a monologue on Nightmare on Elm Street. Make sure you check that out. I don't watch horror movies, but Zach is I love horror awesome. Movies. Yeah, Zach's awesome. So um, I'm a coward, as you know, JD. So <laughs> make sure you check out Zach's Circle City Cinema. He's back up and running. Um, make sure you check out Lynn Sanity. Football season's up and running. Make sure you check out the Power Hour. Power Hour. We're going back to our teams. We're going to be taking, we're not going to record this week because, you know, it's hard to do analysis of teams off of what, two games? Right? <laughs> Two games. Yeah. So we're going to be recording sometime next week. But our three teams, JD, I know you're excited for these three teams. We're going to be doing the aforementioned Houston Rockets. We're going to be doing the New Orleans Pelicans. And we will be doing JD Halls, Philadelphia 76ers. They are JD not JD Halls. <laughs> I did not ask for them. You did not ask for them. I put them on you. That, but you know, sometimes you gotta take the bit to its extreme. Um, I know I like JD's excited though. for. I do. Like I know JD's though. excited for the season. I most certainly am. 
make sure you check that out. JD, my brother, this was a blast. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh, of course, bro. Of course. And thank you all so much for listening.